Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Josh Noble. Today we look at Chinese investment in Bangladesh as part of its Belt and Road Initiative to play a bigger role in world affairs. Jotsna Singh talks to the FT's South Asia correspondent Kieran Stacey about why India views China's expanding footprint in the region with suspicion and anxiety. So Kieran, let's start with the scale of Chinese investment in Bangladesh. How much is China investing and what kind of things is it investing in? The scale is absolutely enormous and it's not been very well noticed. Most people talk about Chinese investments in Pakistan and to a certain extent Sri Lanka. But Bangladesh is the second biggest recipient of Chinese money in the South Asia region. China has a global policy of building what it calls a new silk road of trade routes that go through Asia, through Africa, through parts of Europe. Uh, It's known as the Belt and Road Initiative, and it's being pushed by President Xi Jinping himself. The South Asia part of it is largely focused on Pakistan. Pakistan is receiving about $60 billion worth of money. But Bangladesh is not too far behind. China is planning to spend around $30 billion on Bangladesh's infrastructure, on projects like bridges, on power stations, on roads, on railways. But also there's another $12 billion worth of private sector investment going on as well. So there's a lot of Chinese companies that want to set up in special economic zones that the Bangladeshi government is promising to create, which will give them tax breaks, for example. And why does Beijing see Bangladesh as an important place to spend its money? So it depends who you ask as to why China wants to do this. The stated reason is that it's part of Belt and Road, it's part of this idea that it wants to open up trade routes around Asia and elsewhere. So what Bangladesh gives China is a port which is close to Xinjiang province in China's west to make sure that goods that are made in Xinjiang can get out to the sea much quicker than if they had to go all the way east to Shanghai, for example. Another reason is that China simply has a lot of money to spend and sees fast-growing economies like Bangladesh as a good way to invest its money and make returns. However, if you speak to people in India and elsewhere as well, they see a more geostrategic reason for China to spend this money. India in particular is concerned about China's designs on the Bay of Bengal, which is an area that India feels is very much part of its own sphere of influence. And it has complained about certain projects threatening the Andaman Islands, for example, which are several hundred miles to the south, but which India thinks would be threatened if China was to build, for example, a big deep sea port on the southern tip of Bangladesh. The Andaman Islands are particularly of concern to India because they have a lot of military installations there. So India is very worried about being encircled militarily by China, which is building ports. It has already taken over a port in Sri Lanka. It is building a deep sea port in Gwada in Pakistan. And if it starts to do the same in Bangladesh, India is going to get very nervous. Has there been a formal reaction in New Delhi to this Chinese spree of investment in Bangladesh? So New Delhi is watching, I would say, and they have objected to certain schemes outright. For example, there was a plan for the Chinese to build and operate a deep sea port at a place called Sonadia. But in February 26, that was actually cancelled by Dhaka after pressure from New Delhi because New Delhi was worried about what impact that might have on the Andaman Islands. More recently, the Indians have objected to a plan for 
two Chinese stock exchanges, the Shanghai and Shenzhen Stock Exchange, to jointly buy 25% of the Dhaka Stock Exchange. Now, India is quite keen to get involved in Bangladeshi capital markets and had a rival bid in from India's National Stock Exchange. But the fact is that the Chinese were bidding about 50% more than the Indians were. So, unsurprisingly, you might think, Bangladesh decided to take the Dhaka Stock Exchange, I should say, decided to take the higher offer. India was very annoyed about this. Certainly the National Stock Exchange was annoyed about this and went straight to Dhaka to make a complaint. And apparently my sources tell me one of the things that the executives from the National Stock Exchange said to regulators in Dhaka is, if you go ahead with this plan, it will mean a severe political problem. It'll mean a reduction of ties between New Delhi and Dhaka, which are two political capitals that are usually very close. Now, that scale of response just tells you quite how worried India is. While it can't object to every project going on, it can certainly pick ones that it thinks are a particular threat and oppose them. And what is your assessment? How far is Dhaka willing to go in accepting Chinese money, even if it angers the Indians? Well, those two projects that I just mentioned, the deep sea port at Sanadia and the sale of the 25% stake in Dhaka Stock Exchange give you a pretty good indication of what Bangladesh is thinking here. Basically, Bangladesh is willing to take as much Chinese money as it can unless it directly interferes with something that India considers a matter of its own national security. So it will take an investment in the stock exchange, for example, and resist the Indian complaints, because India, quite frankly, can't claim that that is a threat to its national security. But it is not willing to do anything that might impact the Indian military. And there is a reason for this. Bangladesh was created in 1971 after a civil war between what was East and West Pakistan. India came in on the Bangladeshi side to help them fight for their independence from Pakistan. India also surrounds Bangladesh on three sides. These countries are completely intertwined, inevitably intertwined, and they always will be. Bangladesh does not want to threaten that relationship. It's willing to push it so far, but if the Indians say, look, our military and our own sense of security is under threat here, I expect Dhaka to refuse the Chinese. That was Jotsna Singh talking to the FT South Asia correspondent, Kieran Stacey. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more news tomorrow, but in the meantime, do take a look at our latest subscriber offer, which you can find at ft.com forward slash offer 50. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.